Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. How the hell you doing? What? What's that you say? Good. I don't need to hear that. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Make your custom button design a reality. Lone Star Buttons offers their products in different sizes and shapes. And they don't just make buttons. They also make mirrors, bottle openers, keychains, etc, etc. They offer great prices and great quality and great customer service. Anyway, to get in contact with Lone Star Buttons, just email info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Tell him Greg sent you and you want to suck on those hairy tits. Love it. Just give him that coupon code and he'll throw in some buttons or whatever for free. Also, if you want to take part in the show, you can email rotwpodcast at gmail.com. You can send us in news stories or friend questions or whatever you want us to know. We will most likely address it on the show. rotwpodcast at gmail.com. That being said, coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio A in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. It's the Revenge of the World podcast with your host, Gabe Google Me Dieter, bitchin' Brennan Birch, and tonight's guest, Jose Tapia Haas Tapia. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Revenge of the World episode 135. I'm your host Gabe, that dude Dieter, and with me as always, most of the time, is Bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hello. And tonight in the studio, his first time as a guest, possibly the last, (laughs) uh, Jose Tapia. How's it going dude? How's it going? Alright. So It's been a while since we've had a guest in here. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, I had to set up the microphone and everything. Yeah. It's kind of... Kind of sketchy there for a minute. Yeah. It's always a little touch and go around here, though. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to, Brennan? Let's Ugh. start with you. You're start the with me. Okay, I'm probably going to throw up during this show. That's what I've. <laughs> that's what I was wondering. <laughs> that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we've spent a lot of we, we we've burned a lot of hard drive space recording this show, talking about things that have happened with my stomach uh, and your bottom half. Yeah. Basically, your bottom torso. Yeah, pretty much my my entire lower half of my body is just it's it's a shit show, quite literally. It's a cavalcade <laughs> of catastrophe. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with, and uh, you know, I haven't been eating so great lately. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, not could it possibly be the leftover pizza from your son's birthday party? It is a contributing factor. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So me and dairy, not not the best of pals. Yeah. And uh, so it's a clammy handshake at this. Yeah, it's 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 no good. So uh, yeah, we had a had a Chuck E. Cheese birthday party for the little guy this weekend. Turned seven years old, and you know that that place is a disease hive. Yeah, you know it's it's disgusting. Uh, It's just a bunch of children full of sugar and cheese and grease, and it's just it's gross. Well, anyway, yeah, I ate some some pizza there. (laughs) This is how we start off every episode. (laughs) And guests uh, or no guests, fuck it. 
So like I'm, I'm I'm feeling terrible already, you know. And after the party, you know, Jess came home with me. We hung out for a little while. We we're just gonna chill out and just weather the storm, right? So we decided that we're gonna go uh, to the Vietnamese place and you know, oh my god, get a bowl of soup. And Are actually, you suicidal. That actually helped a lot. Cause, you know, I got got some vegetables, got some you know normal food into my body, started feeling a little better. Mm-hmm. And as we leave, Jess says, "Is there a marble slab nearby?" Oh Jesus. And I'm like, right. uh, well, the nearest one is, you know, really far away, blah, blah, blah. So I get on the, get on the Googles and turns out there's one right across the street from where we're at that I never knew about. So of course we ended up having to go and I don't know why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still can't like process like why I made the decision to get a cup of ice cream, knowing what I'd been through for the last several days. And I did. And, um, I've basically been shitting every hour on the hour since. You know, I did sleep tonight, that the previous night, but yeah, I've just been, had a, had a horrible day. And this afternoon, you know, I stopped and got some coffee and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw up at some point. Um, Make sure you remember to take the headphones off. I'm bringing the mic in <laughs> or there your, with me. your wife in the table. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing well right now, man. It's, it's, it's touch I, and go. It's I'm, I'm really surprised you're here right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I didn't want to bail, you know. I, Thanks, dude. I thought, appreciate that. You know, we have a guest coming. Yes. <laughs> so. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> Got to switch around sometimes. Brennan's feats of strength are different from other people's. <laughs> uh, uh, just uh, on a side note, I was uh, I was telling Jess, my Jess, that I like your Jess the more I hang out with her. Not more than mine, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Because I watched her take the the bubbly pizza, mm-hmm. like the pe- only the pizza with the giant bubbles on the crust. Yeah. I was like, all right. You know what's up. Yeah. That's that's standard for me. She's a good egg. Yep. Um yeah. see, uh also went to Zine Fest this weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was how'd that go? That was that was a pretty hectic experience. I man. went to, by the way. Jose? Uh oh. Okay, I'm good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, do you know what Zine Fest is? I've heard of it on the show. All right. Oh yeah, you have I, you have listened to a show, bunch of quite shows. a bit. Yes. Uh so Zine Fest is when a bunch of uh, <laughs> niche personalities, yeah, there you go, <laughs> um, get together and they create their own uh, like homemade magazine publication. Yeah, you know, comics. So you know, a lot of written stuff. Yeah, magazines. Uh, you know, photography, whatever. Yeah, short stories. Yeah. What, whatever they do, they make a book out of it. Um, political stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> A good example, I bought a queer feminist witchcraft zine. Oh, nice. <laughs> for a dollar. Okay. <laughs> that, that contains actual magic that you're supposed to do to bring nice. down the government. Bring uh, down was, the government? It was a queer feminist anarchist <sighs> witchcraft <Nice>. zine. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a niche crowd. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that was, was that's actually pretty cool. And picked up some good stuff. Uh, I brought my son with me, and he bought a pen while he was there. And I, I guess somehow he figured out the zine fest economy. And he started offering to trade people tattoos for stickers mm. where he would draw a tattoo on the people's skin and they would just give him stuff. And he walked away with like a lot of stuff. Really? Like a, a pretty good little stack of stickers and little drop. Like somebody traded a piece of original art for him, you know, like, whoa. Yeah, he, he, he did pretty good. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So he, he actually mentioned wanting to do Zine Fest next year. <laughs> like he wants to sell his drawings. Oh, wow. That'd wow. be cool. Yeah. If he wants to do it, I'll take him. It'll be fun. <laughs> Yeah. Could probably kill it. Be perfect for a half table. Yeah. How old is he? He uh, just turned seven. Wow. Yeah. 
I was not doing that when I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a real sociable kid. He'll just go up and talk to anybody. Yeah, that's his that's his true talent. Yeah, he's got he's got the Dieter charm. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe I don't yeah. know. You'd have to ask the rest of the fans. Yeah. Uh, I went to Zine Fest too, and I took my cousin Thomason Dieter. And he had never been to anything oh, like that. I wish ever. I would have known you were taking him. I would have rather gone with you guys, like all together. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I really didn't know if I was gonna go. Yeah, um, it was kind of last minute because we were gonna hang out anyway. But uh, we ended up going and uh, spent some cash, yeah. got a bunch of stuff, um, talked to some cool people, and uh, that's about it. Yeah, Zine Fest, you know. Um, I'm gonna go throw up. All right, <laughs> we're gonna keep going. Yeah, keep going. No, this one. <laughs> this one's toilet is working, <laughs> and we're just gonna listen in. <laughs> Jose, how you been doing? Oh, pretty good. Oh, uh, here we go. Just working a lot. <laughs> this could be the best episode we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, poor Brennan. Oh, that's that's coming in really clear. <laughs> <laughs> Take back what I said about these shitty mics. Yeah, I think you're kind of underselling them a little bit. <laughs> 30 episodes, man, in two weeks? You Something said? like that, Jesus yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm working like 10 hours a day. Most of the time I'm by myself. Uh, so I just kind of got tired of listening to the same three or four playlists over and over again. So you you're, know? you're just cramming your brain full. You're cramming your ears full of our Pretty voices. Much. I think that's. Uh, uh, and I was listening to them backwards. It's just oh, really? Of, yeah, I started from like the most recent and then just kind of went the other way because, <laughs> you know, that's the only cool. way you could go at, at that point. Yeah, if yeah. you listen to episode 1 through 30, you'd be way behind <laughs> what the hell we were doing now. I went from like, I started about 134, what are you at now, 135? So I was probably about 130, 131 and went all the way to about 100. <laughs> I think that was as far back as I could go on SoundCloud. Oh, really? Yeah. As, huh. But um, that's the first time I've ever really used SoundCloud, so <laughs> I might be doing it wrong. I guess, uh, Brennan, you're going to take off? Yeah. <laughs> After all that theatrics, you're going to just leave? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> all right, man, we're going to take a pause and I'll walk you out. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, Brennan is out of the building. Uh, That was interesting. He yeah. fucking chucked, man. I can't wait to listen back to this, <laughs> this episode. Uh, poor dude. Um, so, fuck what happened to me this weekend. Uh, why don't you tell us why you're here? I mean, obviously you know why you're here. It's the technology episode. It's a science and technology episode. But... Yeah, well, well, I'm here because you invited me, first off. <laughs> but uh, Obviously. So, I work at uh, Amazon. Yeah. And I am a robotics technician at yeah. Amazon. So what my job is to uh, work on robots. So if uh, I mean, you just look them up online, if you look up uh, Kiva Robot, K-I-V-A, you can uh, see online kind of how they work. It just looks like a giant Roomba. And uh, so at my facility specifically, we the ones we use are like, nah, they're about 300 pounds. So it's like yeah. a 300 pound Roomba. They're, they're pretty yeah. big. And what do they do? Um, what they'll do is they, they, they're, they drive around and they the way they they move is they have uh they have like barcodes on the floor like the little QR codes mm-hmm. they're just stickers stuck throughout the floor and they uh, each one has a different coordinate so the robot knows where it's at mm-hmm. and uh, so you order something from Amazon you know say I don't know whatever a case of water yeah know? 
And uh, so this robot will drive to a shelf, a specific shelf, and will pick that thing up and drive it over to a person. And uh, it it's it's crazy, right? So it'll drive it over to a person, the person picks it out and scans it and goes off to you. But there's a lot more to it. So they the place is huge. Like the the building itself at this building I'm working at, it's uh there's enough steel. Sorry. <laughs> there's uh, enough steel in that building to uh to build two Eiffel Towers. Wow. And there's um I've been there. That's have you that's saying it's, a lot. Yeah. That's, oh it's the Eiffel Tower to this building. To the Eiffel, to Tower. Eiffel Tower. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to the Eiffel Tower, but I Eiffel can Eiffel Tower is huge. Is it? And it's a lot of steel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can build two of those at this building. Wow, and, that's uh, crazy. There's something like 26, 27 miles of conveyors. Damn. You know, at the building, yeah, it's, it's massive. It's, it's giant. It's the biggest place I've ever worked. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. So pretty much, uh, I'd say about half of the building is uh, just products. And uh, there's like, there's four levels. So it's, there's four different floors and uh each one has you know whatever they have on it do these robots go floor to floor or they no, just they stay don't. on the same they, floor? they stay on the same floor and they're the way they uh like you can't take one from the fourth floor and put it on the first floor it, it just won't work they're they're programmed so they won't do that so mm-hmm. you can't you know even like the uh the pods the whole shelf they it's unique to that floor mm. now you, you can you can change them but that's a whole other process or whatever so these things are basically like robotic forklifts um not really because a forklift when i think forklift you know it has the actual forks this thing it, it lifts from the middle so it drives underneath and then the middle part raises up so then it can still drive around oh you know wow. what I mean? yeah okay so it's, it's pretty cool it picks it up straight from the middle so it's all nice and balanced and then so the shelves they there's there's four sides to each shelf and uh so there's you know they just there's an a side b side you know a through d so uh it'll pull up to to you if you're the person pulling the products off and whatever you need is on, I'll say it's on the D side. So it'll rotate to the D side and it has that side ready for you. Sorry. And uh, it'll rate toward, rotate it towards you, you know, and you, it tells you what shelf to, to pull it off of, mm-hmm. pull it out. And then, uh, well, if there's something that's needed on the other side of the shelf, say on the A side, which is complete opposite now, it'll drive off and rotate again to the A side now, come back through, and now you pull it on the A side. Hmm. So that same one can go around several times. And just the, depending on how it's stocked. So I'll sit there sometimes and just watch them pulling things off. And I'll see like, you know, they'll pull off five My Little Ponies. And then five minutes later, here comes another three or four My Little Ponies from hmm. <laughs> from the other side of it, you know. So and they'll just kind of keep doing it until they're all gone. Because I've, you know, you see some people order some weird stuff. They order like 16 map color sets you are, know <laughs> is this uh are, is this stock in like a basket or something or is it's, it it's just kind of kind of like the like the shelf you have here it's so they're, they're different sizes but so it's like this but eight feet tall and oh, so wow. it's probably about that wide and uh so it's who puts the products in the shelf there's a whole nother side of the floor that does that so one side is stocking it while the other side's unloading it hmm and then from there it goes into like a little bin and uh and er- it's everything is all scanned it's all barcodes it's all they'll go they'll take it they scan the the tote and uh they put the product in there and by that running through the conveyors it knows where to go hmm. and it'll go to a different person it'll go through whatever wherever it needs to go and then from there it ends up in a box and then from the boxes that's all being scanned by barcodes it's all being in so that's a whole nother set of conveyors and then from there it knows what truck to put it on like hmm. it's it's crazy you just sit there and you watch it and there's just this it's probably about 200 yard conveyor and it has these little like arms and it'll just push it off into a different loading dock 
So oh, whether okay. it's going to like Dallas or Austin or Houston or wherever, you know, mm-hmm. and it just kind of moves the whole thing. And the whole thing, just all those boxes run through this giant, just like scanner. And it just, it's just reading barcodes. It's all that machine does. And That's it tells crazy. it where to go. Yeah. So it's, it's like, uh, how, how much, how much of it's automated and how much has people working on it? Um, if you had to talk percentage wise, okay, well, people have to stock it. People have to pull the product out and and then put it in a box but even then they put it in the box a machine makes the box a machine puts the tape on the box hmm. uh machine moves the product from one side of the floor to the other so it's probably i'd say about 70 30 about 70 percent is probably automated wow and yeah i, th- I think they're uh, actually trying to get that down even further and that's hmm. just the, the one i work at now i think the one out in uh i think it's the one in katie that one has a whole nother system and uh, it's it's kind of the same thing, but it has bigger robots because you can buy like a refrigerator from them. Oh wow! So they have a robot that's big enough to pick up a whole pallet, and it just drives that around. So you go to a refrigerator, and it'll go pick Damn, up a refrigerator, or washer, crazy. dryer, or whatever it is. Yeah, it's nuts. Do you think most people even realize that this kind of technology is working for them? No, I don't. <laughs> I really don't, because I I didn't realize. Like I've, I've seen videos of this stuff before, but once so I was actually there that i realized how much is automated yeah you know it's like there's there's they're trying to minimize uh and i, and I kind of kind of understand why because most of the problems that we have is because of human error at, at this building you know like if, if those those pods they move so close together because they're trying to save so much floor space mm-hmm. they move so close together there's, there's like I, I can basically fit my hand from just one of their stores from one to the other so if anything sticks out further than this it's going to hit another one oh, and then wow. that causes problems because you know now they're hitting each other and spinning around falling down and stuff, Damn, you know? so this stuff's very precise yeah and so if you got someone that doesn't put the stuff in there right it's yeah. hanging out you know it's overhanging and it gets caught and knocks things down the the first time i heard about your job was uh at your baby shower yeah and you were talking about how fast these things like to move around oh yeah they, they're then, pretty quick if you didn't have trust in the technology, you'd kind of be scared of it, right? I, I still kind of am, to be honest really? with you. Yeah, because there's a lot of times I'm, I'm out, like, way in the middle of the floor, uh, kind of out there by yourself. They, you know, they tell us we got to, there's all this, like, safety stuff we get, we got to carry with us. But you get out there so far, um, like, you're carrying a radio, or the radio doesn't get signal anymore. Really? Yeah, because it's it's a giant metal warehouse. Like, you wow. just, it just loses reception. That's crazy. And, uh, like, you don't get any cell phone reception in there. And so, like, you know, stuff like that. So you have, there, there's Wi-Fi through the whole building because all these things run off of internet connections. And uh, and even that, you know, just, I mean, it's Wi-Fi, so that fails every now and again. So you got to go out there and turn it back on. But it's, yeah, it's pretty wild. You'll you go have to there. walk out in the warehouse and reset the Wi-Fi? Yeah, well, reset <laughs> reset the robot because it lost connection. Oh, okay. And, uh, but, yeah, sometimes they do actually want to get, like, IT or stuff out there to reset the Wi-Fi or stuff. So these things move so, uh, so precisely that, they scare you like they'll come really close to yes you. they they come so so um we have a uh we have a, a just a tablet and so if you're gonna go out there and work on something you, you draw a zone mm-hmm. and uh so you're like okay this is where i'm gonna be no robots can come through here. holy shit and uh yeah and so you're you're looking on your tablet and you see your zone but you look on the floor and there's nothing there. You know what I mean? So it's kind of kind of it's not an actual wall. You're setting a double uh, digital force field. Yes, that's so, exactly that's what it crazy. is. You're making a force field. So if you step out of that force field, you can get hit. And so these <laughs> things have safeties on them. So uh-huh. if they see something, they'll stop. 
but it's 300 pounds and it's moving pretty quick. So a lot of times they don't stop until they hit something. Oh man. You know what I mean? So it's like, if there's like a big box on the floor, they'll run into it. And then they're like, Oh no, there's something there. So how does the box look after that? Happens? Well, it depends on the box. There's some, oh, I've seen man. some that have been torn up and I've seen some that they just bounce off, you know, so it just kind of depends. So it's, yeah, it's just pretty crazy. So you gotta, you gotta really watch, watch your feet because you know, you put your foot in the wrong spot. It'll just take your ankle. Do you have to wear like certain colors of clothes or no? Well, we have to wear what like is, safety vests, you know, just, but that's just a normal safety vest. It I mean, what does the robot anything. see? Like the robot, well, motion, the robot only heat, sees the, um, they just, they just detect something there, mm. just an object. They don't know if it's a person, if it's a box, if it's, they don't, they don't know what it is. They just know there's something there. Don't go. But if they're already moving, it takes a little while for them to stop. Damn. Like there's been, um, I've kind of, I guess kind of raced one. <laughs> just what? just to uh just to see how how fast they actually moved and uh I, I walked out on the floor trying to uh just fixing something or picking something up i don't remember and so i'm in my my little force field zone and uh so one of them was driving alongside of me because it can't cut across so it's trying to go around so things moving and uh, it started moving like right as i was walking so i was like all right let's see so i'm walking at a pretty pretty brisk walk you know not not quite a jog but mm-hmm. faster than i would just normally walk and uh and I was keeping up with it for a little bit, and then it, it passed me up, and then I don't know where it went from there. Hmm. You know, because you can't, the way they drive, they drive, you can't see them a lot of times. You can only hear them because they're driving under all these shelves, all these pots. So you'll hear them, but you don't see them. It's really creepy because you're out there working by yourself sometimes, and you mm-hmm. just hear this. <laughs> 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 you're like, what the hell is that? That's <laughs> creepy is what that is. Yeah. So it, it takes a little bit to get used to, and I'm I'm still not quite used to it. But you've been there how long? Um, about five months now. And your actual job is to repair these things. Yeah, yeah, and um, that's a, a lot of what we do is is just well, a lot of what we're doing right now is just just PMs. So we're like painting them, just maintaining them, make sure they keep working. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're they're trying to get us more into because uh, they just they just don't really break too much. Uh, there's just not a lot to break on. Who them. makes them? Uh, Amazon owns the company that, oh, wow. that makes them. It, it used to be Kiva was the ones that came out with it. And there was, there was a, a few other people that used them. I think Staples used them. I think a few Walmarts were trying them out. And Amazon was their Amazon. So they're like, we like it. They bought the whole thing. So I don't know that anybody else uses them anymore. Wow. It might just be just them. It's under Amazon Robotics now. That's so fucking cool. Jeff yeah. Bezos is evil, but. I like the way he thinks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he doesn't need to come up with anything. He just, no, he's probably not evil. I don't know. Let me let you come up with something. What do cool you think? Is he it. evil? I've never met the guy. <laughs> Safe <laughs> answer. Uh, that's cool, man. Um, so when one, when one breaks down, like what kind of do you go to where it broke down or do you take it somewhere to fix it? Well, we have a, a little area that we work in. Because I'm, well, I'm a contractor out there, so we have our own little cage. That's where we do most of our work. So if one breaks down, um, it, it kind of depends on the breakdown. Most of the breakdowns we get is because something got stuck under it. Just, you know, products or plastic or something got stuck under one of the wheels or something like that. Hmm. That's where the majority of the stuff that, that I've seen so far. Uh, I haven't really just seen one, like, totally break, like, blow up or anything like that. You know, it's nothing really too crazy. So, uh yeah, you know, if there's something just stuck under it, sometimes you could just remove whatever was stuck under it, and then it's fine again. And, uh... But because that's why that, we get that a lot. You'll just get like, you know, a plastic bag or something gets stuck. Uh, <laughs> this thing got me it's cool. <laughs> doing some stuff. But uh, so, yeah, just take it like a plastic bag or something gets stuck under there. And you just pull it out and then then it can read the barcodes again. And then it's fine. Mm-hmm. So if, if it can't read the barcodes, it, it just stops. 
because it doesn't know where it's at. It's it's like, okay, there's something wrong here. You know, let me stop moving before I break something. So if, if there was one movie you could compare it to, Ooh. I'm thinking one. I'm thinking Short Circuit, but maybe you you would come up with something different. I, I think Short Circuit is is uh, way cooler <laughs> than, uh, than what we. Yeah, it's um, maybe Chopping Mall. <laughs> I don't know that I've seen that one. It's, I know the uh, name, but I don't think I've ever actually watched that movie. It's these uh, security robots that guard a, a mall in the '80s, and you know it's pretty fun. I think I I just saw they that. kill a lot Came of people. That, like on Amazon or on. Uh, Check it out, man. It might scare you enough to quit your job. I I don't know, dude. This place is pretty creepy. Uh, Well, it can be, especially, like I said, when you're out there, middle of the night, you know, working by yourself, and you hear those weird noises. Man, what is it about warehouses? They're not locked down to where (laughs) they're, like, completely quiet like they should be. (laughs) It's always spooky shit. What's even creepier is is when it's, uh, when you're on one of, like, the lower floors, say, like, the first floor, where you can hear the ones on the floor above you so you're on the oh wow yeah so you're you're sitting there on the first floor you know doing whatever you're doing just some cleaning or some maintenance or whatever and you know, again you know middle of the night the whole area the whole building's pretty much shut down except for us we're out there still doing our work and you hear stuff above you making noises and you're looking around like well i hear it but i don't see anything you know <laughs> you're like oh it's coming from the top it's freaky do you ever worry about some kook like timothy mcveigh uh getting nervous about what level of technologies out there well uh creeping up into your warehouse and i, I wasn't reprogramming before, but I, I, I am now <laughs> so thank you for that i'm gonna stock this shelf with some tnt uh i don't know it's just my <laughs> I, I worry about that stuff well, we have a we have security guards and they do a pretty good job that's good not letting me walk out the door with a screwdriver in my pocket so hey sure they're, all right they're great <laughs> they'll, they'll stop they'll st- but can I'm they sure. stop ninjas <laughs> probably not <laughs> probably not most people can't well that sounds like a cool job man even though it's it's a warehouse i mean yeah i mean at, at the end of the day it's basically just a, it's a glorified warehouse it's, it's still just taking guys it's still... off of uh forklifts and replacing them with robots yeah well there are still guys on forklifts they still people that, that they should build a wall around amazon <laughs> right because they're taking our jobs yeah <laughs> yeah and they're they're just it's Amazon, so they're always find, trying to find a way to, to move things forward. So uh, I would guess in the future, they'll probably start trying to get less and less humans and more and more robots Yeah, because uh, they're faster and you can pay them less. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that seems they like... They don't need breaks. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the way a lot of stuff's going, it seems like. And it's all starting with huge corporations mm-hmm. that don't pay their... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> employees much anyway. Well, they just gave everyone a raise. Oh, that's so, good. So that means they're they're probably going to have more robots coming out soon. They have to pay. Yeah, them. that's usually how that goes. Man. Awesome. Uh, anything else that uh, people might want to know about? Um, Black Friday's coming up. <laughs> I'm gonna You're going to really be working busy. your ass off. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's all internet based too. Yep. So somebody places an order on Amazon and your shit gets to work mm-hmm. that's crazy that's right and it's i mean that, that's just I, I know how amazon works because that's, that's the, where i'm working but uh i'm just kind of curious how you know target or walmart or the rest of them do it because mm-hmm. if they're not doing the same thing you know they can't be far behind they're gonna have to have some sort of to be able to keep up with it i mean there's so much online shopping that happens now well i know i know walmart's inventory system is like completely automated like if if you 
check something out at the scanner, it's automatically ordered from whatever. Uh, really? Whatever. Warehouse, wherever yeah. they get it from. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the inventory is always being updated. It's always being restocked. Yeah. It's crazy. crazy. Wheels, machines within machines. Uh, you want to do some news, dude? Sure. Poor Brennan. I feel so bad for him. But he's not missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. So, have you been aware of uh, what Boston Dynamic does? Somewhat. Uh, this is one of those things I kind of come across just on the internet every now and again, or somebody shows me the newest thing they're doing. Well, we wouldn't be talking about it unless you weren't here. Unless you were here. Uh, but uh, <laughs> have you seen the Atlas robot that they've... Is that the one that like jumps over the boxes? Yeah, and yeah, all yeah. That? Yes. And just, they like, said it's clips. doing parkour, but eh, not really. It's doing stuff that most humans can't do by jumping on these boxes. But I don't know. I'd, I'd call it parkour. It's, it's more <laughs> than I could do. <laughs> I mean, it's basically just hopping. But uh, it's not like it's and jumping on parkour is, though. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you know, parkour is your whole body. Uh, this thing is jumping like. Does this thing have hands, or is it just legs? Yeah, and the it torso? has hands. Does it? Yeah, it has arms. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm gonna play with this laptop in front of me. Go for it. Um, I'm going with my mind, like ten years into the future. You know, there's the hands. <laughs> and uh, what these? I mean, technically, I mean, possibly. These things can do your job 10 years from now. Yes. And it'll be a robot fixing a robot. Yeah, possibly. But probably not because I'm too good at my job. <laughs> that's, at least that's what I keep telling myself. Well, maybe not 10 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, Boston Dynamics is pretty fucking crazy because they work for the military. And uh, they've come up with <clears throat> like these four, they do a four-legged version yeah, it where looks it's like, like a dog and it dances, fucking runs, his ass and everything. <laughs> it can get over pretty much any obstacle. They have like a giant horse-sized one that can probably carry uh, Gatling guns or some shit like that. Wow. Gatling guns—that's pretty old school. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, like a photon laser or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So you throw you throw your mind ten years down the line, and I mean, it's a totally different world. I mean. You've seen like the very beginning of it. And, you know, robots that produce things have been around for a long time. Like, yeah, they started with, uh, I think, in like Toyota or mm -hmm. and Honda. The, and then they moved to, you know, GM and Ford. Yeah, they got them. And those robots are, are pretty cool. There's like, a, I think they're like four axis robots or something. So they can, because they use them for, for welding a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And the way they, they move it, it's, it's nuts. So it's like they go in and out, up and down. Also spin around and come around the other yeah. way. It's, no carpal tunnel. Yeah, that's crazy. And again, <laughs> they don't get tired. They don't need brakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? And they can do things that we can't. Yeah, they can build a lot more precise. No more ugly welds. So they've all, they've also sent uh they there's a robot on the International Space Station. Do you know that? No, I did not. Yeah, there's one. It doesn't have legs. It's just a torso with a head and and arms. I guess to crawl around with, but it's fucking crazy. What does it do? I think it's experimental right now. Oh, okay. But so it's gonna replace astronauts soon too. I don't see why not. I mean, if you can like put on a pair of goggles and fucking 
joystick control this fucking robot. Why would you need to send people into space? What if we have a uh, robot that can control the robot? That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what save I'm, money on goggles. That's what that's what uh, Elon Musk is worried about with the AI thing, which he's also in our news. Uh, let's go to that. Oh, actually, let's go to Japanese NASA. Did you see that story? No, I did not see. That uh, Japanese startup called iSpace is tapping Apollo era expertise to build lunar landers for NASA. I did see this one. That's pretty fucking cool. Um, I don't know if they'll actually land on the moon or land on a TV set somewhere in Arizona. What what is there on the moon? Like, why are they still trying to go to the moon? Is it just to prove a point that they can do it? Uh, I think multiple countries want to set up bases there uh, as a jump-off point to Mars. But nice little pit stop. I don't know why you would need to stretch your legs and use the bathroom. Yeah, I think those I think those plans were made when you think they'll put a Bucky's on there. <laughs> nice clean restrooms. Yeah, a little bit of gravity, uh, so your poop goes down the hole. Um, but yeah, I think those plans have all been drawn up before Elon Musk invented landable rocket ships. You know, mm-hmm. so they can probably just take a payload straight to Mars. But people still want to fucking. I mean, it's easier to build uh, on our moon rather than go all the way to Mars because it's way closer and probably less dangerous. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, this uh, this company called iSpace um, built a lunar lander. They've designed a lunar lander that looks kind of cool, but uh, I don't know. If it's called iSpace, does that mean Apple has something to do with it? I don't know. It sounds cheap, huh? It like, does. Like, uh... After Apple started coming out with the i stuff, a bunch of like Chinese knockoff companies called all their shit i something. Yeah, sounds fake. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something you can get at the flea market. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get a little exactly. corner story. Um, also, in space news, this is all technology I completely forgot. Um, uh, NASA's ro- Mars rocket is behind schedule and over budget. <laughs> I think I clicked on something. <laughs> I think you did too. Is that a rocket uh, taking off? Yes, it is. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Right, so uh, <laughs> we should that. play that the whole show. <laughs> uh, so NASA's Mars rocket is behind schedule and over budget due to Boeing's poor poor performance audit finds. This uh this happened a couple weeks ago. Actually, October 10th is when the story came out. But uh, a friend of mine works... Or he used to work for Boeing, and he was like, "Ah, oh, that's just they do that every once in a while." And I'm like, "They <laughs> fucking they go fucking over go way billions over budget and years of delays. It's like this thing's already supposed to be flying around, I think, and uh, they're like two years behind." Wow. Um, I mean, Boeing has always sounded like a pretty badass company, uh, especially yeah, when the guy worked there. He would give me like inside information on what was going on, like. Uh, like when Trump uh, talked about this uh, uh, space force, yeah, he already knew like they Dude, were already working coming. on it, and, and so that's uh, not really anything new. No, it's, it's not. They've had the space force since like 2014, wow. and uh, China's actually had a space force before that. So <clears throat> I don't know, man. Some crazy shit. Boeing is a, a big company, yeah, giant company, and uh, they're always doing a lot of different stuff. But man. This is like a big black eye. Yeah. But what are you going to do? There's not much you can do. I mean, 
the government keeps giving them money. They're gonna <laughs> yeah, who are they, they who are they going to turn to? Uh, probably SpaceX, but yeah, I don't know if they want to work for. I think they have too many options. The government. Well, okay. We've been paying uh, to ride on was the Russian space shuttle. Oh yeah, took it up to yeah. the ISS for a while now. Yep, out of uh, what was it Dagestan or something like something that? Like that. Remember? uh cosmodrome 2 or some shit like that <laughs> that's that's weird i wonder if it's cheaper to uh just keep paying for a ride than it is to build our own oh i'm sure so but we just keep doing that i don't think long term <laughs> i don't all. think uh i don't think anybody likes that <laughs> that we're not like <laughs> i mean money. we do spend a lot of money through nasa and we should probably be getting something from that you know yeah i guess i could see that so the, what is NASA? What is NASA doing? What are they working um, on? If it's not a lot of uh, prototyping stuff for the future, that's behind budget or behind <laughs> behind uh, schedule and beyond their budget. So, um, uh, so I'm I'm part of that that beer club, right? And so there's uh, a lot of the people that that are in the club work for NASA, and so you know, talk to all these different guys, and they all working on something different they're all in different parts of the, of the thing well they uh one of the guys i was talking to one day was like he's like an engineer out there and uh he was coming up with some kind of chair for for the space shuttle or something you know and i was like this this huge project they've been working on for months whatever and i didn't really think about it but i'm like well where's this chair gonna go <laughs> there's no space if we don't have a space anymore. yeah like where, are you making a chair for the russians or like I, uh, what is this you know well they have parts you're building they're they're building it's so funny how like i don't know if this is this stuff top secret or anything i he didn't tell me it was because <laughs> that's how that's how a lot of uh you know they really said it was chair so i think we're safe <laughs> right maybe but, he's building this <laughs> just but rolling off his chair. The, the way that these big projects get done is everybody does their own part un unconnected to anybody else so yeah. you know they might tell somebody your chair has to be three feet by four feet by three feet and he has to build it and it to have, these specifications yeah. and uh never knows what it's gonna go in but if he said space shuttle i mean what the I'm hell's that sure supposed to mean yeah maybe he was building it for spacex and we just don't know it maybe uh i think spacex makes their own stuff though they hopefully make, they make their own chairs yeah um so they're they're heavy falcon nine is uh and we're talking about SpaceX now. Going on to the next story. Yeah, click on uh, the tab. Hopefully no sound comes up. Uh, yeah, it's like almost 230 feet tall with a 12-foot diameter. And it's supposed to take like... Uh, I think this is what they're going to use to go to Mars. Which is fucking crazy. I cannot wait for that to happen. Can't happen soon enough for me. Why are you so excited about them going to Mars? Because I'm a sci-fi nerd. <laughs> and I want fucking star trek to be real eventually <laughs> you think it'll happen in our lifetime nope but maybe something can happen that'll be interesting what are you excited about i, mean, I wouldn't mind up. seeing them go to mars either that'd be pretty cool yeah <laughs> but again it's like well it's gonna be the it's gonna be the first for anybody that lands there like well maybe not according to some conspiracy theorists but uh <laughs> what do they know yeah um like somebody's gonna do like take the first bath and that's gonna be in the history book of fucking mars it's so weird yeah like first one to comb their hair first one to take a dump you know it's gonna be crazy because we don't know any of that small minute history about ourselves on earth because we didn't have computers back then <laughs> <clears throat> but everything they do on mars is gonna be recorded 
is true. First porno on Mars. What do we, what do you call it? <clears throat> Martian gangbang or something. I don't know. <laughs> what else is SpaceX doing? Uh, it just got the go-ahead uh, from NASA for the first manned U.S. space launch since the shuttle retired. Um, I saw that one. This thing's called Crew Dragon, and it's going to blast off in June 2019. They've been working on this for a few years. It looks like a pretty sturdy capsule. And that the, one's uh, just going to the uh, space station, isn't it? Yeah. It's going to dock them. Yep. They uh they designed I don't know if it was the prototype for this capsule but they you know Elon Musk is probably a trekkie too cuz it seems like everything has like glowing LED lights in it and shit yeah uh but the prototype it, it might have been for that capsule uh had it looked futuristic like they're not yeah it looked really nice they're not making boring shit no you know? that was yeah that was really nice looking capsule that was just the uh what was it the uh where they train the what? Where like they they practice the simulator? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the picture of that one for SpaceX. Yeah, I thought oh, so. Okay. Yeah, it was also something I came across online. It was it was pretty cool. It looked kind of like a like a roller coaster. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like, yeah. It was it was like really nice though. Hmm. I'd like to see that. I, have to find it. I will look it up after the show. Uh, next story. We're getting out of space and going to what the fuck are they doing in New York? Um, let's see. Oysters on the half shell are actually saving New York's eroding harbor. Um, I'd heard about this, uh, like a year ago. So, it looks like they're putting oysters in cages and, uh, just dumping them in New York's, uh, New York Harbor. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, growing more oysters. So they're actually, uh, doing this here too. They're doing it locally. Oh, really? Yeah. In the ship and, channel? Um, in San Leon, Baycliff. Texas oh, City, okay. like right in that area. Well, that same kind of thing. The the uh, restaurants are saving the the oyster shells, and they're um the the picture I saw. I didn't really read through the whole article, but uh, I got a friend of mine. She's uh she does something with Texas Parks and Wildlife or something like that, hmm. and uh so she's always putting up stuff like that. You know, just different things going on, save the harbor kind of stuff. You know, and uh she she put up an article about it, and they had them like this big you know, those big socks. Mm-hmm. You know, they just and it was just full of shells, Ooh. and um. They had them just like hanging off, like the piers and stuff like that. I think I think it started off kind of like local, hmm. and then it's gotten bigger. It's, it's actually working, it's growing more oysters and everything. And now it's turned into this like really big project, and like the restaurants and stuff are starting to get into it. And they're saving the shells. So same kind of thing they're doing there in New York. We're doing right here in Galveston Bay. China. I did not know that. That's yeah. really cool. And, uh, and what what is the purpose for it? It's um, I, I think what it is is like the bay is kind of getting washed away mm-hmm. just from you know just erosion. Mm-hmm. From hurricanes so, and stuff, hurricanes or? and stuff, and also just a lot, a lot of it's man-made too. We're just fucking up the world, you know, <laughs> one way or another. Yeah. And uh, so they're they're just kind of putting they're, they're trying to rebuild the oyster beds because it helps protect the shores. Yeah, and uh, you know, protect the shores, protect the wetlands, saving the animals. You know, just kind of goes on from there. So they're they're going and doing a lot of that stuff. You know, like they go out there and they're planting uh planting seagrass or whatever it is and because that's supposed to help with that too you know you got roots so the sand isn't just washing away well so they're doing that on one side the other side they're just dumping oyster shells over there hmm. those oyster shells start giving it something to uh for the new oysters to attach to hmm. and they're just that is so crazy i did hmm. not know that was going on well shit man you came here to talk about robots and look, look <laughs> what happens talk about oysters uh the next story is about caveman sex and i just want to uh I don't know. 
anybody that's squeamish, get the fuck away from the headphones or whatever you're listening to this on. Um, sex with Neanderthals helped modern humans survive, says study. Did you get a good look at this guy? Yeah. I, would, okay. I wouldn't kick him out of bed. <laughs> I wouldn't kick him out of the cave. No, he looks like uh he looks like a dude. <laughs> yeah, well fucking seeing guys like this walking down the street every this day. Is definitely true. We <laughs> I saw a guy just the other day on TV and we we're taking a break there at work and, and food network was on or something. They're he like, looks like a Pastina pedestrian. Yeah. Makes um, sense now. So it says Homo sapiens mated with Neanderthals when they left uh Africa for Eurasia. Um, Neanderthals developed key genetic adaptations to fighting diseases. Um, modern humans have 152 genes inherited from Neanderthals that interact with viruses. So, so who initiates that? Like, is it does Neanderthals walk up to the Homo sapiens? Or like, hey, what's up? <laughs> or is it the Homo sapiens looking at the, the Neanderthals? Like, <laughs> I'd hit that. <laughs> hey, yeah. man, like, I dare you. I dare you to go up behind yeah, that. Would you? <laughs> neanderthal chick um i don't know how far apart they are i mean from from the caveman i mean they're supposed to look like us but which us yeah are they talking about like uh i don't know man some people just look like frankenstein you know yeah and we're talking about homo sapiens and you look at neanderthals they're probably not too far off you know it's true plus with homo sapiens you got got fucking viking people and you got pygmy people yes they're very different very different and they can fuck yeah and they can create new life which is fucking crazy (laughs) so why not i mean it can't be that different yeah i mean i guess all the uh all the plumbing is the same so (laughs) i I don't know uh i don't know man i i think about like the way people lived back then and i just can't can't wrap my head around it because you got yeah, fucking uh, saber-toothed tigers and giant bear yeah, cats and fucking... Seems like everything can kill you. Yeah. Why would you be picky about what your lady looked like? Or I guess what your true. guy looked yeah. like, you know? It's like, okay. You gotta uh, crank out some human beings. Take what whatever they're made out of. Humanoids. You think it was just like the uh, like the ones that couldn't get anything <laughs> anything else? They're like, well, it's Neanderthal's gonna <laughs> look at my way. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Sapiens don't want nothing to do with me. Let me give that a try. But then again, I I keep hearing about um, how primitive men basically fucked everybody. (laughs) Like, there were no wives and and stuff like that. There were no girlfriends. You might have. I I don't know. This is kind of a choice. But I've heard multiple times, like, they they shared women, you know? Yeah. Uh, Depending on your pecking order. Um, So, yeah, maybe there was uh, these bigger... Uh, bigger humans or homo sapiens homo sapiens uh didn't let the smaller homo sapiens get their ladies so maybe they had to move down down <laughs> the line to some neanderthal women i don't know but there were also neanderthal guys you know yeah they probably weren't too happy about probably not fucking don juan going in there <laughs> trying to take all their women yeah but i don't know man it's, it's a strange thing to even think about. But I will think about it all goddamn day tomorrow. That's for sure. Um, We got a tar eyeball story. That one was really cool. Yeah. I, I read through almost all of that one. The 4,800-year-old artificial eye. Uh, so this lady was dug up in Iran recently. 
and she was dead about 5,000 years. And the cool thing was she had a prosthetic eye made out of tar and animal fat inside of her eye socket. They don't make them like they used to. <laughs> that was made to last, that's for sure. <laughs> that's so for there. damn sure. I wonder if that's what killed her. I think like the tar I don't like, know, man. leached toxins into her skin, <laughs> right into her brain, and she died or something. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, but that's possible. It can't be healthy. No. I think people were just tougher back then. Like, you see people in the Middle East now, and, I mean, talking about the people in villages, mm-hmm. a lot of them are missing teeth. And I'm thinking, like, if I were missing teeth, I would be fucking so fucking sad. Because right. I wouldn't be able to eat an apple or whatever the fuck. It would be so hard. Yeah, I chipped the teeth. I was really pissed. But really? It's, the teeth are still fine. It's just... I got a small chip on it. I, I chipped my tooth, too. Yeah. Carrying yeah. a beer bottle in my mouth while no I was carrying an ice chest. <laughs> Why didn't you Dumb kid stuff. Beer bottle in the ice chest. What, what did you... a good spot for it. <laughs> what did you uh, chip your tooth on? Um, I don't even remember. It was like something stupid. Like I took a bite of toast or something. It was, it was a filling that I already had, mm. and uh, it fell out. I've and, had that uh, happen before. Yeah, it was just... And it, it was like a, a week before my wedding. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I was really pissed. I still haven't got it fixed. Damn. That's still... That's this right here on the front. You're like, as tough <laughs> as a 5,000-year-old uh, Iranian woman. Maybe I should fill it with tar. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Take a picture of that when you do it. Uh, yeah, I just think... I don't know, man. Primitive people were probably a lot tougher than we are now. I think they had to be. Oh, yeah. They, they had no me. choice. They, they couldn't just go... They didn't have health insurance and doctors they could go see that no ac no yeah <laughs> anybody with no ac is tougher than i am that's for sure <laughs> that's rough yeah uh what else we got did we cover that story uh enough i think so i think so that's all we got for news stories how about some murder and mayhem yeah. in honor of bitchin brennan birch So, uh, I've never done this before, because <laughs> this is Brennan's segment, but we'll go ahead and do it. Uh, a gamer who made swatting call over, this is in quotes, swatting uh, call over video game dispute, now facing manslaughter charges. So, do you know about swatting? No, I do not know about swatting. I, I didn't know about swatting until... You read the story? I think it's been going on for a couple of years now. But these gamers playing in a, a group online, if they get into an argument over something, uh, one will call the cops in that person's town and say, hey, this guy has a knife. Wow, or he's, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's really fucked up. And this is why I'm, I'm not particularly fond of gamers that take things to extremes. Uh, yeah, that's some bullshit. I mean, that used to be called uh, Flame Lord, <laughs> right? Do you, re- you know that? Uh, anyway getting off topic uh (laughs) so yeah so a guy would would uh call the cops in a different town whatever town that gamer lives in and and say like this person has a bomb or this person's threatening their family with a knife or or whatever that police agency calls the SWAT team busts down the door and arrests whoever is in the fucking house and uh in this situation they killed a guy wow uh, and I don't think this this isn't even the first time this has happened. 
So I'll just go ahead and read this. Uh, a man accused of initiating a swatting incident uh, that resulted in the death of another man halfway across the country has been charged with involuntary manslaughter and interference with law enforcement, according to court reports made on Friday. Uh, he was also accused of making a false alarm, which carries a felony charge. Um, what, are, what, are, what are people thinking when they do shit like this? It's, it's not going to go well. Yeah, I don't. For the guy they called it on, or him, you I've, know. I've never. I don't. I don't do a whole lot of online gaming. I don't anymore. even. Ha- I don't I have only, anything. To play I games used to on. back in the day, but even even then, I didn't do it all that much. Was, most of the time, it was just like people I knew. Yeah. But I've never been so pissed off at someone. Have you run into anybody game. pissed off? Um, have you been ever been a witness to somebody? No, not not to <laughs> where you're like I'm gonna call the cops on this person because you're not playing fair. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's well. The know. fucked up thing is, and I think you might be able to see this on YouTube. I'm not sure, but you know, when the cops come, they're live streaming this, and usually, you know, there's a camera here. So you see the cops. You see the in. cops come in and arrest wow. the guy. It's really fucked that's up. Fucked up. It's like. I mean, I'm sure, given some time, I can think of something, but I can't think of anything more fucked up than potentially getting someone murdered by cops. Yeah, because they weren't playing nice. Or they know? beat like, you. What, or they they're, beat, they're better yeah. than you, you know? That's that's crazy. These people are not yeah, socialized, I guess. I don't know. I mean, too competitive. <laughs> yeah, I, that's like the same as, you know, when you're kids and you're losing at tag so you go and tell the teacher they're not playing fair yeah you know but this is like to an extreme <laughs> your parents should have had better genetics is what happened <laughs> uh yeah that's just insane i mean i know brennan would have done a better job with this story <laughs> than me but I, I don't know i'm kind of just the guy that reads stuff and gets blown away because that's just fucking crazy i can't yeah. i can't even uh imagine being like the family of that that guy that got killed i mean what do you what's on your tombstone right no kidding he died playing he died doing what he loved (laughs) oh man what if they were playing like some kind of swat game well it says they were playing call of duty oh yeah that's true world war ii that's just crazy man i can't like with you just get blindsided i mean it's not like was the family home when that happened i don't know it's not like the cops are knocking at your door saying, hey, is so-and-so there? Yeah, no kidding. SWAT is kicking or ramming your door open, and they're just running you down and fucking... And you have no idea what's ...shooting going. you or tackling you, you mm-hmm. know? It's insane. So anybody out there thinking about it, don't do that. Take wow. it from me, kids. It's not worth it. Why did they shoot him, though? I didn't read through this story. Because he probably didn't want to put his con- uh, his controller down. <laughs> Hang on, wait, 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 I need to save it. (laughs) Yeah, let me save this shit. Hey, thanks for reminding me that we had friend questions, Jose. No problem. (laughs) Just doing my part. Keeping Brennan's seat warm uh, in more ways than one. (laughs) Uh, Sally Campbell asks, why do defroster plates work without being hot? Can you answer this? Um, Do you know where defroster no, plate I don't is? Know what a defroster it's a plate tray is. that you can place meat on, and the, it will defrost your meat faster than any other method. Wow, I've not seen this. And it uses no electricity. It's just a piece of aluminum. So, having read this friend question, I did a little bit of research. 
It's like a George Foreman grill, can I guess? But it's just the plate, and you put meat on it, and it thaws up. Go ahead. I guess that works. Go for it. So if there's no electricity, right? So it's not plugged in. It's just a piece of aluminum. Mm -hmm. So I would assume it would work kind of like a heat seek does. So it draws it draws the uh, you're defrosting something, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So it's gonna draw the coldness away from the meat. Because like a heat sink, you know, it goes on to something that has little fins. It draws the heat away and air blows through the fins and it keeps it cold. Just like That's a really good theory. So if you put it on there, it would draw the cold away because if you, uh, just like if a doorknob's cold, you touch it with your hand. The reason you feel the doorknob's cold is because your hand's warmer than the doorknob. Right. And, if, you know, it's the other way around. If the doorknob's hot, your hand's cold or colder than the doorknob, you're going to feel the heat. So as long as the aluminum is warmer than the meat is, mm -hmm. it would, uh which it should be it'd be room the laws of thermo thermodynamics <laughs> there you go so it would pull the heat away but i think it would only get it to a certain temperature and then it would stop working because they would both get to the same temperature at some point and then that's it yeah well uh for my research it doesn't actually work better than putting it in a uh a baggie and putting it in cold water yeah because that that's the FDA says there's three methods to doing it, and that seems to be the best one uh, for thawing meat. Uh, because, uh, uh, what is it called? A heat plate? Uh, a defroster plate actually leaves the meat in the open air, and that's not no, supposed that's, to be very clean yeah, in terms of bacteria. Safe, yeah, because yeah. anything can land on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Sally, um, stop using defroster plates. Start dunking your food in uh, cold water. Um, Eric Longoria asks, how far away are holodecks? Aren't they already here? Kinda. What's a holodeck? A holodeck is from Star Trek, the next generation. And uh, this is too much Star Trek. <laughs> um, and it's basically like a hologram. It's a room that you go into and everything's a hologram that you can interact with. And it uses force fields for touch. Like you touch stuff. It's not really there. Just seems like it is yeah i thought that was already here well they have goggles and they have like this simulated uh like treadmill type thing where you can walk around yeah like the like the vr stuff. yeah 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 that's what they have now i mean how far away are holodecks i don't think they'll ever come around because well i can't say never but i mean you got force fields to deal with so that's sure i use force fields at work you do but not the right kind <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm gonna say it's gonna be a long time uh, Stephen Wigington asks, can you tell me the formula to create Lisa from Weird Science? You know what he's talking about? Yes. The movie? Mm-hmm. Hot chick. Put the brawls in the head. The 80s. Uh, Put the brawls in the head. Put yeah, yeah, code. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't Goldberg's know how to answer that. that. That's a Brennan question. <laughs> I know he could answer that. Yeah, um, I don't know the formula for that. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I flunked a lot of math classes in my day. I actually did good at math, uh, but I don't know. <laughs> I think that's more science than it was. Math. That's more calculation. Yeah. Uh, calculus. Um, yeah. I wasn't a big fan of the movie, so I couldn't even tell you what they did. Sorry. I just remember bras in their head and a computer. Yeah. There's a picture of the these two guys yeah, with bras on their it. head. Yeah. And candles. I don't know, man. I think they have robot fuck dolls anyway. So, yeah. They, why would uh, you want? <laughs> where was it? They were just doing that recently. I think it might have been here in Houston. Yeah. They shut so, down the. Uh, yeah. He was trying the to, robo whorehouse that was that was a little weird <laughs> yeah it was got a little too futuristic for houston <laughs> uh let's see do you, uh celia eves cobb asks do you think planet x is 
Ugh. Do you think Planet X is out beyond Pluto? I'm going to go ahead and say yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. I think I'd have to go with that, too. Go with the yes on that one. There's, a, there's supposedly like a gravity thing somewhere in the solar system that doesn't make sense. And they think that's a, a huge indicator that there's a 10th planet out there somewhere. It's just not discovered yet. Which is weird because you would think that something within our solar system would be seen by some technology that we have. You would think so. Well, they, there's that new uh, satellite, new telescope one out there. Maybe I'll get a picture of it. You see some kind of gravity thing out there. But will NASA tell us? Anyway, I don't know. This is true. Very true. <laughs> Maybe SpaceX will get us there. They got to redraw all our maps. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, Brennan asks, <laughs> what the hell? Never had a question from Brennan. Uh, what is the best means of killing a robot in the coming automaton uprising? I would probably go for their, uh, their source of energy. Ah. It's like batteries or whatever they're running off of, you know, just take that out and it would probably stop. I would say water. Mm, I don't know. Have you seen a Tesla drive through a flood? Have you? <laughs> They explode. Do they really? Yeah, they do. It's pretty neat. Well, they have uh, <laughs> you have those uh, underwater uh, ROVs. Yeah. And so they can make a submarine that goes underwater. Is well, every submarine, is every robot going to be waterproof? I don't know. They should be. <laughs> they will all have some sort of uh, some sort of, some sort of power source to yeah, power the whole thing. So I think I would go for that. <laughs> if a horse with a Gatling gun comes. How about a I'm not going to try to throw a cup of water at it. An EMP grenade or something like that. That would, that would probably do it. Electromagnetic pulse for you nerds out there that don't know. Uh, Alright, man. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, all wait. Right. Let me make sure because Brennan sent me something before he made his vomitous exit <laughs> from the show. He was here with a whole 10 minutes. Yeah, pretty weird. Hope he's feeling better. Uh, Jason Cowan asks, I have a few from the fam. Why do my shoes smell like corn nuts? Because you're dirty. That's all I can think <laughs> of offhand. Um, corn nuts? That is kind of a... There you go. Yeah. Well, um, my dog smells like Doritos sometimes. Yeah, that's true. It's your essential oils, Jason. Wash your feet. <laughs> uh, Parker asks, why does a black hole do what a black hole does? Why does anything do what it does? It's all it's all nature. <laughs> so uh, the other day, my, my daughter asked me... Uh, doing something she's like well why is life life that's really deep for five-year-old <laughs> <laughs> scram kid go play with some checkers or something uh i don't know I don't, I don't know why but uh this thing popped into my head my granddad it's called a memory uh my granddad once told me that a teaspoon of a black hole would weigh more than the earth wow that sounds like some old school science <laughs> it does because how would how would you measure that i don't know um, but I'm sure he found it in a book, and that book was probably written in 1936. Um, Garner asks, why do we recognize faces and stuff? Because you've seen them before. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good answer. Smart-ass answer. <laughs> like it. Um, Erica Rochelle asks, do fish have feelings? Feelings like emotions or feelings like nerve endings and stuff like that? Hmm. I hope not. I really hope not. I've done some terrible things to fish that uh, I'd probably feel bad about. I'm going to say no, because it makes me feel better. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Jessica Miller asks, why was the ending for Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep so bad? I don't know what that is. Neither do I. I've never seen it. 
Uh, is that a book? If it's a book, I have not read it. But I, I imagine it was a movie. Either way, don't know what it is. If it's a movie, that's obviously why it was so bad. Because <laughs> most movie endings are kind of terrible sometimes. Uh, if it was a book, blame it on the author. Sounds good, yeah. Uh, Alright, you ready to get weird? Always. Let's do some tenfold tirade. UFOs! Sea ghosts! Crazy unexplained shit! It's just tenfold tirade! So, uh, before you get started, All right. I don't mind. Uh, this is probably my favorite segment. Really? Yeah, this is... Wow! Uh, this is the show, then... then this part comes on you fast forward to the very end <laughs> no no that's I, how you I got through 30 episodes so fast <laughs> i usually cut out the uh the first uh minute or two with, okay uh, gore <laughs> i'm like I've, I've heard this before <laughs> yeah but yeah that's that's mostly for the new, cool. new people uh okay so tenfold tirade is the segment where we have no boundaries <laughs> that's probably why i like it so much uh so there's this theory going around that uh, the gray aliens, we're, we're going there, wow. uh, <laughs> are artificial intelligence. And nice. uh, they're, they're kind of like biological uh, androids that have been programmed to do something. And then whatever, whenever their job's done, abducting people or whatever they do, uh, <laughs> they, they go back and, you know, do it. <laughs> do it again somewhere else kind of like your amazon robots uh <laughs> they're so, not my amazon robots they're our amazon robots oh okay if you, you don't treat amazon, them like your your child no when you're pulling uh saran wrap out of the wheels <laughs> I, I spank them and tell them don't do it again watch where you're going watch next time go. uh so this whole this whole uh atlas robot thing got me to thinking this is going really deep i don't even know if i can explain it well but uh people people have since uh roswell happened get the ufo crash in uh 1942 i think um thought that uh the u.s government has taken that technology and broken it down to serve their own purposes yeah and that's where that's where you get the evolution of like computer chips and all the way through uh, telecommunications and computers and just the height of whatever technology we have and will have in the future started with breaking down whatever technology that was. So those thoughts led me to what they're doing with the robots and uh, where they're going with uh, artificial intelligence. And are we basing that on the model of what these gray aliens are supposed to be? told you we're going deep wow uh i warned yeah. you uh so throwing things into the future um and also thinking about what we do now which is we bomb people by remote control using yeah. airplanes that That's somebody's flying about when you're talking about these atlas robots you yeah put a gatling gun on this this horse robot it's like well do we really need to do that anymore and you don't <laughs> you know what i mean like you, you don't really send soldiers in there like we used to, and you don't really have gunfights like you used to anymore. Now you just like sit on the ship and hit a button and it goes and blows it up for you. You have drones flying around and do it for you. You know, like you don't really need this, this horse machine gun. Well, strap in, motherfucker, because we're going to Mars. And one thing Mars doesn't have is soldiers. <laughs> Not yet. I mean, if we already have 
Yeah. It might be easier to send some robot dogs with Gatling guns or lasers. Uh, <laughs> then launch some satellites so you can exactly launch missiles from. Uh, oh the yeah, moon. you got that. <laughs> you got that. But uh, I don't know, man. It's just interesting to think about because um, I am a sci-fi nerd. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's how my brain works. So I'm gonna throw it into the future. Like, what what applications does this technology have, and what does it have when you combine it with this other technology and this other technology and and that's what that's what's gonna push things forward you know yeah it's just something to think about and that's all i gotta say about that <laughs> uh so are you saying that the aliens are aliens or the aliens are robots i'm not saying any of that i'm just thinking it <laughs> Because I just said it. I just said it. Actually. Well, if the aliens are actually robots, then why aren't our robots quite as advanced as the aliens are? Um, you're gonna take me down a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Uh, because um, I'm, I don't know how to. That's the technology that we can see that uh that is being worked on in our. So it's like in the public eye. Like um, one thing I've heard before is like okay, you take the most advanced computer available to the public or the government has one 10 times yeah more advanced so yeah. it's kind of the same thing these are the robots they're letting us have because they have something way better uh not say- <laughs> i can't say that because boston dynamics is uh they do have top secret stuff going on that we don't know about yeah so i don't know maybe there's just a a stepping stone that we haven't reached yet i don't know we're not ready for it <laughs> I'm not for it. No. Uh, I don't know. It's just weird to think about. And uh, I like thinking about stuff like that. I don't. Because there's a lot of creative people out there that have. Mine. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, there's a lot of creative people out there that, um, I mean, I can't even express how fucking weird life can get when you think about the future. But then you have the government element that is going to slow things down. So I guess it all depends on who's in charge behind the scenes yeah. of how fast we're going to uh, progress. How fast they want us to progress. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> There's all kinds of weird shit that's going on that, uh, no, that's probably not going on, but people talk about it going on. It's, uh, it's fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, do you have anything you want to get out to the public before we shut this shit down? Um, no, I haven't really thought about Some that. shout outs, perhaps? Shout outs. I know your wife has uh, insomnia sometimes. <laughs> She's yeah, she listening does. to the show. She, she, she probably will be listening to the show. So shout out to, to Jessica Tapia for little puck wanting the uh, kids so I can come to a podcast. Thanks, Jessica. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, thanks to LoneStarButtons.com. Uh, thanks to Mockingbird Network. Uh, if you want to check out our social medias, go to RevengeOfTheWorld.com and it'll all be there. You can follow the trail of rat turds that is instagram and facebook all right thanks for uh coming on jose appreciate it uh learned a lot of cool stuff hope everybody listening did too uh gently go fuck someone